0: This episode of Soul Food is brought to you by Nasiha, a Muslim youth helpline dedicated to improving lives one caller at a time. Please visit their website at nasiha.org to find out how you can help during the blessed month of Ramadan. That's N-A-S-E-E-H-A aorg Assalamu alaikum and welcome back to Soul Food Episode 18, where we're going to talk about generosity. And in this episode, we're going to talk about the description of the Prophet ﷺ in the month of Ramadan. We're going to talk about seeking refuge from miserliness. And we're going to talk about the relationship between courage and generosity. The Companions, they said that the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him in the month of Ramadan, that he would read the Quran every night with the angel Gabriel. I believe we mentioned this hadith before, that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and the angel Gabriel would recite the Qur'an and recite the words of God together. And then what's very interesting about this narration and this description is that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was described by the narrator, the companion who was narrating this, as the most generous of people that he Sallallahu Alaihi was the most generous of people in spirit and in mercy and even in material wealth, whatever he had, he cared about people at the deepest and most comprehensive of levels, humanly possible. Sallallahu Alaihi Wa Wasallam. But what's interesting here is he said when the angel Jibreel would come and they would read the Quran together, in the month of Ramadan, he would become even more generous. He was never asked for anything Sallallahu Alaihi sallam, except that he would give it to the person. If someone came and said, I really like the cloak that you're wearing, can you give it to me? Even if it was brand new, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam would give it to the person. He would always be extremely magnanimous and gracious with people Sallallahu Alaihi sallam. And he became even more so in the month of Ramadan. That his practice his way of being sallallahu wasallam is that he would never sleep with even one coin left in his house. He would always find someone in need to give it to. So this teaches us and it shows us the relationship between spiritual elevation and spiritual purification and the, the closer that you get to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through worship and reading the Qur'an and increased faith the more that you care about others and the more that you sincerely desire good for others. And Ramadan is the month where all good deeds are multiplied and every good deed, it has a particular spiritual impact and benefit. Every kind of worship, whether it is prayer, whether it is charity, whether it is beautiful character, whether it is fasting, whether it is the pilgrimage, whether it is being good to your parents, whether it's being good to your neighbors, whether it's praying in the middle of the night as opposed to other kinds of prayer, and so on and so forth, that each of them is like a unique flower. The scholars say that it has a unique smell. Or another way to look at it is that it's like a unique fruit, and each one has particular vitamin content, vitamin that will boost your soul. So each one of them has a unique kind of blessing and a spiritual impact that it affects you with. And the intelligent person in the month of Ramadan tries to gather all the different kinds of spiritual benefits because you will get especially elevated and especially purified and you will have a greater opportunity to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which is why this is so important. And even... Something like charity and just generally being generous was something that the Prophet ﷺ would increase in even more so in the month of Ramadan. This brings us to the next point of seeking refuge in Allah from miserliness. This is really important. The Prophet ﷺ daily, he had his dua, his invocations that he would do in the morning and the evening. And that one of the invocations that he would do, peace and blessings of God be upon him, is that he would say, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika minal jubni wal bukhl. Oh God, I seek refuge in you from being cowardly and from miserliness. And it shows us that it's a lowly quality, that just like someone would love to be courageous someone would love to be generous and we would not want to be cowardly or miserly because it's a lowly quality. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in many different parts of the Quran shows us how much he loves generosity. He loves those who do good to other people and those who care about others and express compassion and love. That's something that's beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the messenger of Allah sallallahu he told us in a hadith that God the Exalted says, Anfiq yabna Adam unfiq alayk. Where he says glorious and majestic is he spend on other people. In other words, O oh, child of Adam, O oh human being, and I will spend on you. In other words, I will take care of you, and I will bestow gifts upon you. And you spend a little bit in the way of Allah, and what He gives you in return far outweighs whatever we could give for His sake. So take care of others, and Allah will take care of you. And conversely, the opposite is true. If a person only thinks about themselves, then that person will be left to themselves. But if a person thinks about other people, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will assist them and support them and be there to fulfill their needs as well. And this brings us to the final point of the relationship between courage and generosity. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa in another hadith, he was described as being the most courageous and the most generous of people. And it struck me when reading this hadith that it's very interesting that usually you might not necessarily see those two descriptions side by side. Or if the only things that are being described, that those are the two things that companion would choose to describe about the Prophet But it shows us that the two are related. And in that dua I just mentioned, the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, he asked for protection from cowardice and miserliness because the two are related. That in order to be generous, In order to be magnanimous, in order for your heart to grow, you have to be brave. It's not easy. The spiritual path, it takes a lot of effort, takes determination, it takes sacrifice, it takes pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone, it takes risk. But that a person, when they do that, the benefits are immediately seen and that they're greater. So the Prophet said him would seek refuge in Allah from cowardice and miserliness. And one of the reasons that it's also very important is because the devil, he really wants people to be greedy and individualistic. Mind, mine, mine. mine mm-hmm. Me, me, me. Just think about yourself. And you see this in the modern world. You know, they say it's a dog-eat-dog world. Every man for himself. I have to look out for number one. And all these kinds of sayings that are around that really make us become, oh, well, then I guess I got to take care of myself. Well, then I guess I got to look out for myself. If I'm helping someone else, does that mean that I'm not helping myself? If someone else is getting ahead, it means I'm getting behind. And a lot of that is just very devilish whisperings, right? And you see people who are susceptible to those kinds of whisperings, they become more angry they become more resentful towards other people, and they become less caring. And one of the things that the Prophet Wasallam teaches us is that your wealth is not diminished by charity. Someone says, well, if I look out for someone, then who's going to look out for me? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to look out for you. Your wealth is not diminished by charity. It'll come back in another way, or Allah will put blessing in your wealth. That when you get a paycheck, you might, you know, buy different things or have different errands and, and things that you need and still find that you have a good portion left behind. That's blessing in your arizq, right? So your courage has to be rooted in the certainty of Allah's promise. Because if it's rooted just in material things, material things are limited and you can't really rely on that. But if you rely on Allah, and you know that Allah is going to take care of you, then you're able to be more courageous. And we need courage in today's world. We live in a world that is becoming increasingly angry and increasingly narrow-minded. There are, alhamdulillah, beautiful people, whether they're Muslim or people of other faiths who are still courageous enough to be caring and open-minded and seek excuses for people and so forth. But you're starting to realize that there is this other element that is becoming more individualistic, that is becoming more sectarian, that is becoming more aggressive. And in the face of that, you need even more courage. So we need to be courageous to think about others, we need to be courageous to forgive others and to care about them deeply, to even forgive and care about those who might not care about you, who might have said things that might harm you, but that is the greatest level of generosity that you're able to give freely for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because it is beloved to Him and that you're able to forgive and you're able to think about others in a deep and impactful way. And that brings us to the call to action. Find some cause that you believe in, something that speaks to your heart, whether it's something like Islamic relief or it's something like an educational institution or your own local mosque or your own local soup kitchen, or whatever it may be, or you find something on launch good, or some different cause that you can try to promote and help, find something that you believe in and give even a little bit, even if it's one dollar, even if it's just a dollar. Prophet said, seek refuge in God from the fire, even if you give in charity half a date. And if you can't do that, and maybe you can't, nobody's judging. But if someone is in a situation where they can't even do that, then make dua for that cause. And make dua that Allah blesses them and brings them goodness, or anything else that you can contribute to in any way of goodness, even if it's volunteering, that is part of generosity. So do that today, make an impact. And use this Ramadan as an opportunity to be even more generous. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fill our homes with beauty, our hearts with beauty, and make us people who are generous in spirit and generous in desiring good for everyone else in the best of ways. Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm, where you can subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, or by email. If you're on iTunes, please also leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show.